Welcome to Denim Wrapped Nightmares, Tipsy Exchange Podcast, where we explore the Supernatural series episode by episode. Over drinks, we'll discuss the lore, the gore, and what we adore about the Winchesters and their adventures. I'm Burley, and I'm a new fan of the series. I'm LA, and I'm here along for the ride. Now let's get Our last episode was Crossroads Blues. We had a group of people who were in relation to this bar called Lloyd's that was right at the intersection of a crossroads in Mississippi. And it started back in 1930 with Robert Johnson. And he had made a deal with the demon, devil, whatever you call it, that he wanted to play the guitar. He played the blues, but then... Anybody that makes this deal has 10 years to enjoy whatever it is they made the deal for. And then the hellhounds come for him. And Sam and Dean were actually able to save one of the guys before the hellhounds got him. But at what cost? But we don't know because Dean was working with the the demon. She was really trying to get him to make it where he sacrificed himself to have daddy back. But yeah, it just kind of cut back to them sealing the deal with a kiss, and we don't really know what that deal was. Yeah, we don't know the terms exactly. Yeah, it was a good one, but yeah, that's a little a little summary. Well, this episode today is called Croatoan, and it's episode nine in season two. When the episode first started, it's already happening. The scene is already happening. There's frantic yeah. stuff going on. People are upset. People are yelling about whether a man has something inside him. And I'm just thinking, what are they talking about? Turns out they're talking about a virus. Dean just says it doesn't matter. It's in him. Bang, bang, bang. And shoots this guy. A lot of slow-mo action. A lot of slow-mo going on. And at first, I thought, fuck me. Of course, we have another episode that's going to be present day flashback, present day flashback, and I'm going to have to recap it again. (laughs) Because let me tell you, y'all, I struggled big time in The Usual Suspects with that back and forth. Nah. L.A. had to help me. She had to hold my hand through that recap. Fortunately, it was just another one of Sam's visions. Yes. Which I'll admit, I forgot yet again that he has this psychic ability to have the visions. (laughs) I was pleasantly well, surprised when they panned up and Sam's like laying on the floor. Yeah. Well, thought, the way oh. they do it, it's like, it's so kind of unexpected. So you you kind of think it's the start of the episode, like normal, mm-hmm. you know, but so I could see why you could forget. But yeah, I was, I was or thankful when they panned up and it was just Sammy. Yeah. I was like, oh, thank God. It's just one of his visions. You <laughs> turn around and looked at me like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> the vision took place in River Grove, Oregon. Sam was able to kind of pinpoint it to that because there was a poster on the wall that he recalled from his vision. He and Dean are in the Impala and they are heading that way. Once they get there, they get out of the car and they're walking by a phone pole, a telephone pole, I think. Mm -hmm. Sam happens to notice that the word Croatoan is carved into the light pole. L.A. is going to cover more about what that means. Sam talks about it a little bit. It has to do with the Roanoke colony and some superstitions around what happened to them, yada, yada, yada. Where it really gets kind of questionable as to what the fuck is going on here is that 
Sam suggests, hey, let's reach out to Bobby or Ellen and see if any of them happen to know more lore about Croatoan and all of that. First, Dean pulls out his phone, no signal. Then Sam pulls out his phone, no signal. Then they go to a payphone and it's dead. And Dean made a comment of, well, if I was going to massacre an entire town, that's how I'd start. Right. You know, cutting, cutting off communication to the outside world. Yep. In Sam's vision, the guy that Dean pumps full of lead is named Dwayne. So they decide to, let's seek out this Dwayne guy. Let's find out what's going on with him. They go to his family's house and a teen, I would say late teens, early 20s guy answers the door. He says, you know, Dwayne's not here. My mom's inside. And then the dad comes up and is acting really awkward and says, oh, no, mom went to go get groceries. The whole thing, the way they're smiling and everything is just very shady. Yeah. It's off. I think that Dean said it seemed Stepford to him. Yeah. Just very smiley, very nice, and yet also very clear they did not want you to come inside. Yeah. Sam and Dean go around the building, go around the house, and they're looking in the window, and it turns out Mama is there, so that's why they had conflicting information there. But she's tied up. Yeah. In the kitchen. I can't remember if it was the dad or the kid who cut their hand the dad cut the kid's arm cut the kid's arm okay that's what it was to drip blood onto an open wound of the mom yeah on her shoulder it was weird it was very weird i was very confused sam and dean kick in the door shoot the dad the brother escapes through a window sam has a clear shot where he could have taken out the kid But he doesn't. He hesitates and the kid gets away. Sam and Dean end up picking up the mom and taking her to the medical center. And this is a small town. So the medical center is like, uh, what's the, it's almost the size of a little store. That's a storefront. That's the word I was looking for. It's like a storefront on main street Mm -hmm. is the medical center, small, small town. So they take her there and they also bring the dad's body with them. And say they're U.S. Marshals and explain that they just had to save this woman. The woman backs up their story. She says that her father, not her father, her husband and her son had attacked her and beat her and tied her up. She has no idea why they were doing this. No idea what the motive was, but that they did this and the guys saved her. The doctor runs some tests on the dad's body. And finds that his blood looks off, just like his personality. (laughs) She says to Sam, if she didn't know better, she would say that there was sulfur in his blood. So Sam thinks, oh, demons. We got some sort of demon virus going on up in here. And they figure out because of what the dad and the son were doing is that it's blood to blood contact is how you spread the virus. Dean volunteers Sam, you stay here. My brother's going to stay here and help keep you safe. I'm going to go to the next town and try to get some more help, which I think that the doctor told them the next town was roughly 40 miles away. Yeah. Not ridiculously far, but not right next door either. Yeah. Dean gets in the Impala, and as he's trying to leave, he comes across another car that's been stranded in the middle of the road. This car has a massive 
well, I guess not super massive, but a decent size hole in the windshield. The driver's side window has been shattered out. There's blood everywhere, but there's nobody in it. I think it's like kind of, is it, it's still smoking or something too, right? I don't remember that. I just remember uh. there being glass everywhere. And Dean finds a knife on the ground next to the driver's side door as well. And he reaches down and picks it up. No glove. Hmm. There's blood everywhere. You just found out this virus has something to do with blood. <laughs> and you're picking up stuff near a bunch of blood. Yeah. Come That's on. Smart. Do That's better. Smart. Yeah. Dean gets back in the Impala and drives a little bit further down and comes across a blockade of like townspeople with their cars and they've got guns. And this is the main street. It's the only way in and out of town. And they've got it completely blocked off. And who's with them? The little brother that Mm -hmm. Sam let go whenever they were at Dwayne's family's house earlier. Little shit. Dean turns around and is like, well, fuck me. I guess I'm going back into town. On his way back into town, he runs into Sarge, who is an ex-Marine that they actually happened to meet earlier. Sarge is who kind of pointed them in the right direction to Dwayne's family's house when they first got into town. Right. And I did jot this down, that when they meet Sarge, the names they give are guys from the band ZZ Top. Oh, nice. Yay. When I heard, I can't remember which name it was I heard. I was like, I know that name. (laughs) So I Googled it really quickly, and it's ZZ Top. So Sarge helped them find Dwayne. Now Sarge sees Dean coming back into town, and he's got his gun out. He's in the middle of the road, just like, get the fuck out of the car. Dean gets out and pulls his gun on Sarge. And they decide to chill out for a second, have a conversation. And Sarge explains, my neighbor, Mr. Rogers. And Dean goes, <laughs> you have a neighbor named Mr. Rogers? <laughs> and Sarge says, well, I did. But apparently everybody's been acting crazy. Yeah. Sarge doesn't have the virus, but he's seen everyone around him acting crazy, hostile, attacking each other, cutting each other. Violent. Just, yeah, all kinds of nonsense going on up in this little, it's not Pleasantville. No, it's not. All right. It's not Pleasantville up in this bitch. Nope. Dean and Serge go back to the medical center where Sam is still there with the doctor as well as a nurse who's been there the whole time. She wanted to leave earlier because her boyfriend is out there, but they convinced her to stay. Sam refers to John's journal, Daddy Winchester, who happens to have an entry in there referring to Croatoan as the name of a demon associated with plague and pestilence. Mm. So that's where they're starting to think, okay, is this some sort of demonic virus, demonic germ warfare going on? We know it's a blood, like blood transfer, not blood transfer. What's the, like it, it, it travels through blood. What's the medical word I'm looking for? Like a, I would say transfusion. Bloodborne. Yeah. Is that just it? Bloodborne virus? It doesn't sound right, but that's what we're going to go with today. So they knew that much, but now they're thinking, okay, shit, demon is definitely involved. They were already kind of thinking the demon was involved because Sam's premonitions and visions have almost always had to do with the demon in one way or another, yeah. except for that one premonition where they went home and saw mama for a second. But Mm. everything else has had to do with the demon. So they already kind of thought that, but now they've gotten confirmation from daddy's journal. While they're at the medical center, who shows up? Knock, knock, knocking on the door. Oh, it's Dwayne. He's freaking out. He's seen the town going crazy as well. He has a gash on his leg. And this is who we saw in Sammy's vision. Yeah. 
So it seems like the scene is about to play out just as it did in Sam's vision. Everybody's freaking out. Do you have the virus? There's a cut on your leg. Did any blood touch you? Is it in you? Doctor, do you know? And she's like, I don't know. I can't tell. And it's just like, is it in you? It's not in me. Is it in you? It's not in me. And you're totally expecting Dean to pull up his gun and shoot the guy. But he doesn't. He hesitates. He stops himself. Look at that. He was just bitching at Sam, telling Sammy, you fucked up letting that kid go. What's wrong with you? And Sammy was like, I hesitated. It was a kid. Yeah. And now here we have Dean hesitating as well. And it turns out Dean should have shot that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. We'll revisit that <laughs> as we get to the end of the episode. They're trying to figure out what actions they can take next. Smart Sammy Smarty Pants figures out that they have everything they need in the medical center in order to build some bombs, help grow the arsenal that they already have in the trunk of the Impala in order to escape the town, get Mm -hmm. out, you know, throw some bombs at the blockade and get the fuck out of there. As they're collecting more materials, the nurse freaking locks Sam in the closet with all the supplies, the supply closet and goes to town being like, this is exactly what I was waiting she, for. Yeah, she was waiting to get him alone. And not in the way I would. Right? She, like, spider monkey jumps up on yeah. him, attacks him, cuts his chest, cuts her hand, smears her hand on his chest. So now Sammy's been exposed to the virus. Dean is pissed. Yeah. He kicks in the door, puts, I think it was three shots in this nurse, kills her, no problem, puts her down. Fuck you, bitch. Mm. And now everybody's going, oh, Sam has it. We have to put him down. And Dean, I think he said to them, you touch my brother, you'll be dead before you hit the ground. Yeah. Yeah. This name, the name of this show is Supernatural, a.k.a. Don't fuck with Sammy. <laughs> or Dean is going to come for your ass. Yeah. So everybody is really concerned about Sam being infected. They're like, we know he was. We, we all saw what happened. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I would think the same thing. But again, with Dwayne, like the the I think the doctor said it took like three hours for the stuff to show up in the blood work from the other people in the woman's blood work. Oh, so I forgot to talk about that. So the wife, whenever she was with the doctor and Sam, the doctor did test the wife's blood as well. And she wasn't seeing anything in the wife's blood initially. But then the wife went gangbusters and attacked them. Yeah. And it showed up later. So yeah, you're right. I did forget to bring that up. That was kind of important. My point was, I was just going to say like the same thing with Dwayne. I was like, I would have like tied him up and waited the three hours, give him that benefit of the doubt, you know, like they they did. They did. Oh, I know. But I was saying like, they could have done the same thing. Oh, well, Sam. Sam. Okay. I see your point. Yeah. Sarge was like gung ho to shoot him. Yeah. And you are right. They did. They tied Dwayne up. They waited four hours the doctor said, okay, it's been four hours, no signs of the virus. I'm going to untie him now. Yeah. So to LA's point, they could have done the same with Sam. But I guess it's just because with Dwayne, they didn't see it happen with Dwayne. Yeah. With Sam, they saw it happen. To them, there was no question he's been exposed. And then Dean, in a major twist, gives Sarge the keys to his Impala. Yeah. And just- says, here. You know, you guys have the explosives. You have what you need. Get out of town. Get yourself somewhere safe. I'm not shooting my brother. I'm not leaving my brother. Yeah. Y'all go. So Sarge, Dwayne, and the doctor all leave. Sam is devastated that Dean is doing this. 
He's begging him to go, telling him, you know, my fate's pretty much sealed, but you could go on. And Dean says something along the lines of who says I want to. Yeah. I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. Well, he certainly doesn't want to do it without Sam. Right? His whole reason for living just about. Yeah. It was really sad. Yeah. After they chat for a little bit, the doctor comes back and is like, y'all are going to want to see this. So Sam and Dean both go outside the medical center and everybody's gone. Everyone in the town is just gone. Ghost town. It's just the five of them. Dwayne, Sarge, the doctor, Sam, and Dean. That's it. Hours later, the doctor announces there's no demon virus in Sam's blood. So they're thinking, okay, like maybe you didn't get exposed. Who knows? But then she chucks the other blood samples and all of the trace of the demon virus from them is gone as well. The virus has just vanished, just which like is passed over the town. Really fucking weird. Yeah. As Sam and Dean are leaving, they're both pretty uneasy. Sam is like, how am I immune to this? I know I got exposed. I yeah. should have been infected. What's going on? Next, we see Dwayne and Sarge in the truck. And Dwayne says, hey, can you pull over? I need to make a call. She should have known. I, I almost knew right away. I was like, this seems familiar. Like there's, you're in the middle of nowhere. Where are you going to make a call? And Sarge even says like, there's nowhere to make a call, but he pulls over anyways. Safety. And Dwayne pulls out the freaking cauldron, goblet, whatever that Meg had back in season one and slits Sarge's throat, collects blood in it, and he's making a call and he's just like, I don't think any more tests will be necessary. The Winchester boy is definitely immune as expected or something like that. And his eyes go black. So Dwayne is possessed. I think it's the same demon that had Meg. I think it's the new Meg. Yeah. But we don't know that for sure. But it just it was very similar to what Meg did in oh, season one. Yeah, almost and, exactly the same. And we know that. The demon got exercised from Meg and sent back to hell, but that doesn't mean it didn't get sent back up, you right. know, to go possess somebody else. So who knows? I am disappointed if it is Meg that we aren't getting another sassy bitch. I agree. Like we've got Sam and Dean. Right. Yeah. We've got all the, all the boys are everywhere. We've got them. We're good. I wanted a sassy bitch back, but we'll give, we'll give Dwayne a chance. We'll give Dwayne a chance. We'll see. Next, we cut to Sam and Dean, who are having a date <laughs> next to a river. They're drinking some beers and just chit-chatting. Right when it seems like Dean is finally about to say what his dad whispered to his hearer all the way back in episode one of this season, it cuts to black and goes to the credits. Of course it does. So as far as major takeaway points for this episode... There's a demon virus, Sam is immune, and apparently this is part of Yellow Eye's plan, so who knows what that's about. Yeah. And Meg is back. She's Dwayne now. I'm still going to call her she, and I'm still going to call her Meg, because that's who I wish it was. And so I'm just going to stick with it. Okay. It's Meg. Meg is back. Sam is immune. Yellow Eyes lives. Yeah. The end. Other than Sarge getting his throat slit, I wouldn't say there was a whole lot of gore. I mean, there were the cuts with the people trying to oh. share their virus with each other. Yeah, it's just a little bloody. 
I liked this episode. It's not going to be a favorite. Mm-hmm. It's one of those episodes that by the time we're in season three, I'll probably forget it even existed. You know, yeah. like it wasn't very memorable. Yeah, but yeah. It wasn't bad. It just. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? It wasn't the best, but I liked it. I like, you know, the I liked how they pulled in Roanoke a little bit and a zombie virus, perhaps of some sort. Well, why don't you go ahead and tell us more about that? I sure can. I think probably most people know about Roanoke Island, but in August of 1590, John White went back to the Roanoke Island that he had helped build a a little community there to get his granddaughter, Virginia Dare. He had left her there three years prior, but when he got there, no one was there. And quite a few people, I mean, it was a little a little bitty town that they had built, and no one was there. And on one of the trees, they had carved in CRO for Croatoan. And the city is really now known as a lost colony, and there's been no explanation, really, as to what happened to everybody. There's been a bunch of theories, one being that a, a virus took out the town. But, I've, I mean... I don't know where the graves would be. That'd be have to be like mass graves of some sort. I know that's about all I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> Since, I mean, the guys thought with the sulfur in the blood on the show that there might be a demon virus, but we actually do have, we don't have de- demon viruses necessarily, but we do have scientists that have found zombie viruses. Scientists have found 13 unknown pathogens in the thawing permafrost of the Siberian region of Russia. And this is new. Like, this is recent news. Uh, yes. This was from 2022. Yeah, because there's yeah. been zombie viruses before. Yeah. But this is a new zombie right. virus. One of the viruses they estimated had been stranded under a lake for more than 48,500 years ago. And they say it's it's really a potential new danger since our planet is warming and the Arctic regions are melting at quite a quick pace these days rather than they used to, which means that these zombie viruses can come to the ground. They, they don't think there's much risk in them reaching people, but there's a team of French, Russian, and German researcher, researchers that have... Uh, They've been studying these. They published their findings in 2015, and it was a fresh set of viruses. And they said that every time that they go in and do this research, they find a new virus. He said it's a done deal that we know every time we go looking for a virus, infectious viruses in the permafrost, we're going to find some. My dad said a long time ago when I was talking about climate change and this and that, he said, well, I mean, you know what's going to get us all in the end. And I said, what? And he said, the viruses, the viruses that are that are coming up that we haven't been exposed to and we don't our bodies don't know how to fight off. And then when COVID happened, I was like, oh, it's happening. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. I was really scared whenever COVID first happened. I thought, it well, was, yeah, I thought it was going to be the end of the world. <laughs> I think a lot of people did. A lot of the infectious uh, viruses that they found were only infectious to amoebas. So Hey, we just talked about them. I know, yeah. They have ectoplasm. <laughs> <laughs> the, and, they, and other viruses that are trapped in the permafrost that have been there for a millennia could spread to humans and other animals, but 
a lot of them are only infectious to the, these amoebas. That a lot of them that they're finding right now, mostly to the amoebas. But there is the possibility of some that could get us. They're coming. Yeah, we're gonna have Croatoan virus. <sighs> Maybe. Maybe we're all gonna get crazy violent. Most new or ancient viruses are not dangerous, and the ones that survive the deep freeze for thousands of years tend to be in the category of coronaviruses and other highly infectious viruses that lead to pandemics. So it's like they're like, it's not likely to get there, but th- then there are these ones that can get to us. Yeah. Like, it's not likely. We don't necessarily need to worry about these, yeah. but at the same time, we should probably be worried we're just about kind of these. letting you know, maybe. Uh, they feel that it's pretty that the risk of these viruses being pent up in the Arctic are worth monitoring. They said smallpox has a genetic structure that can hold up under long term freezing. And if people stumble upon the defrosted corpses of a smallpox victim, that there is a chance that they could get infected. Some of the samples that they found uh, were in soil, rivers, and the amoeba targeting viruses were found in the frozen intestinal frozen intestinal remains of a Siberian wolf from at least 27,000 years ago. Damn. And they actually used the amoebas as virus bait because they thought it was a good way to search for the viruses without propagating ones that could spread to animals or humans. But they said that didn't really mean that these viruses didn't exist in the frozen tundra if they didn't find them. So why do they call it a zombie virus? Does it say? Oh, it's because it was dead in the ice and then it oh, well, yeah. came back once it was dethawed, I guess. Thawed out. Thawed out, and now it's alive again, mm-hmm. and it may or may not come to get us. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Many virologists say that they're more worried by viruses that are currently circulating, like COVID, than the risk of the unusual ones that they're finding from the permafrost. They aren't too worried. But then they are kind of worried. (laughs) (laughs) It's like they they keep going back and forth in this article. So it's just like, okay. They aren't that worried. Yeah. But they they might be. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, it's probably not going to happen, but it may. Like, it's just affecting the amoebas, but yeah, amoebas, they they could move. They got the ectoplasm. They could come infect you, maybe. That's right. We don't know. So, like, just stay out of. The Russian permafrost, like the Arctic, just don't go there or interact with anybody that's been there. Yeah. So easy, easy peasy. No problem. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Zombie virus. (laughs) Know about it. Worry about it. But then don't worry about it. We don't know what it would do to you. Croatoan. Good night. Yeah. It's terrible. (laughs) That was the weirdest lore we've covered thus far. I might have to redo that. Do you want to? Not right now. Not right now. To close it out, we've got a quote between Sam and Dean. Sam says, this is the dumbest thing you've ever done. And Dean says, I don't know about that. Remember that waitress in Tampa? Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. Thank you for listening to Denim Wrapped Nightmares. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram, leave a review, and let us know how we can get involved in the fandom. This was fun. Jerk. It always is, bitch.